Welcome to Balance Boldly, the podcast where we get bold about our balance and campaign to shake the shame that stunts our growth. I'm your host, Nikita Bigpin, Balance and Relationship Advisor for Bold Women in Business and a few brave men. All right, people, you know we have been on a roll. The dreamers and the doers of this world are listening to such greatness the last few weeks. I thank you again for all of you who were staying in tune and staying in contact with everything that we had going on over the holiday season for the Thanksgiving holiday leading up to Christmas with that amazing four-part Dreamers and Doers series that we had for you. I super appreciate you listening and sharing your stories and emails and text messages and DMs on Instagram. I so appreciate you. Today, I would like to introduce you to another one of, I know you guys think I like live in New York because all of my network is like New York, DC, Atlanta, and Cali. I promise I really am from Philly and live in Philly for those of you who are just meeting me, but another one of my New York partners, my power partner, Valerie Sanchez. She is an incredible woman. I had an opportunity to have multiple conversations with her and you know her business partner, Danny Hughes, have been been on the show. Woo-hoo! I had met them both, uh, what was it, four or five months ago now, back in 2017, as we're clearly at the top of the 2018 year right now, and as you're listening to this, uh, we had great conversations we connected and jumped into these think tank moments to really power through and build our businesses in an amazing way. Uh, Because that's what women do. Like women get together and we either immediately distrust each other and have to prove trust or we immediately connect and we hold on and never let go. And with these ladies, we held on and didn't let go. So Valerie Sanchez, in addition to her 26 plus years in the financial industry and seven plus licensees that she has, the most exciting thing about her besides her beautiful brain and her wonderful, clear, true spirit has been her relatability. Like Valerie listens. She is a listener. She wants to hear your story, your relationship, especially when it comes to money because it's so influential to every decision you make going forward. The man you decide to date, uh, you know, the how you raise your children, what car you try to pick out, the house that you decide to go big on or, you know, bring down to a smaller level because you just want to feel comfortable in your own skin. And she helps you speak your truth and let it show up in the thing that can secure you the most, which is your money, because at the end of the day, money matters. And as a true believer of people, but especially women, being in a space of financial sustainability and being self-sufficient, not needing anyone else's money, but wanting to have investments and encouragement from other people, even in the financial department, you know, her love language speaks true to mine, which is, it's all about empowering and educating. So I want to welcome Valerie Sanchez to Balance Goldie Podcast. Welcome, Val. Oh my gosh, Nikita. Thank you so much. That is so fantastic. Um, I'm so excited to be speaking with you today and um, being in your space and in your presence because it's always so wonderful and dynamic when we get together. And um, like you said, connect and never let go. That's how I feel. <laughs> I'm just so um, I'm just so empowered by you, and I'm so um, inspired by you. And uh, I really love um, that we have have joined forces and that we are able to discuss things that are important to women. No, absolutely. I mean, that's the reality is women who, mind you, we love our brave men too. We do, we do. (laughs) Those bold women that are sitting in that space of just needing some support that they can really rely on and being educated 
in those spaces where maybe there's a gap, I think is where we connect the most because we're not trying to push anyone towards a place that they don't want to be. I think both of us, and I know Danny talks about it too, it's about empowering the willing and the ready. Like we're not trying to force you to do anything you don't want to do before you're ready to do it. But if you're ready, the education and information is out here. And between women, especially, we have a lot of great information that we can give as long as people are truly, quote unquote, ready to receive it. So that's one of the reasons that I appreciate you and I respect that you're carving out time to talk to the Balanced Boldly listeners and just really share your story and how you got to where you are and broke through all those barriers that you've been breaking through for years, woman. Yes, you said it, 26 <laughs> years. It's been a long time. Um, yeah. And it's, it's funny because I never even imagined myself being in finance. And then here I look back and I'm like, oh, I'm in finance. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long time too. Um, yeah, so I guess you know I started I started by accident. I was I moved here from Chicago and I was a young girl. I was 18 years old and I was on some quest. Um I grew up in the west side of Chicago, Humble Park area. And when I got here, my cousin had a job in finance and she worked as an order clerk um in some checks processing department of a brokerage firm and she sent me to a hedge hunter and and a headhunter and he found me. Um, a job in a in a brokerage firm and I was processing orders and that's what I did but I remember looking toward the trading room and think wow those guys first of all they make a lot of noise and I know they make a lot of money and I need to be right there with them <laughs> so yeah. so I um I took a chance and I went and interviewed at another firm and I wound up getting the job and mind you at this point I already had a baby so my daughter was born when I was I was barely turning 20 years old. And so I started in the industry and had a new baby. And it was challenging, you know, but I was up for the challenge because, you know, I, I, I grew up um, working hard and watching that, that if you wanted something, you had to go get it. And I knew that if those traders could do it, I could do it too. And so there began my, my journey in finance. And I, and I worked my way up from that order clerk back in 1991 to eventually director of broker services at UBS Investment Bank. And I was there for 18 years. Mm. Um, and that firm, that was through attrition because it was previously I was with Schwab, which was previously another firm. And so UBS had bought all that out. But I was there for a long time and, and I did very well for myself and I was able to create what we call now an empire, you know, my empire, what I thought it to be. Um, Danny and I talk about empire all the time. And, um, and, and it, and, and it was great, you know, and, and I was happy and I, and I, and I was able to raise my family and, 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 and do the things I wanted to do and provide for them. But um, I felt like something was missing. And then it, it just so happened that toward the end of when I left UBS, I left in 2011, but in 2010, I had a really, you know, jarring year and I had a lot of personal turmoil. And I realized that the successful career and all the money and all the wealth and all the traveling and all that stuff, it didn't matter because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, um, you know, I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy because I had so many other things going on and I really had to take a step back. Um, and so I resigned from my position and people thought I was crazy. People were like, what are you doing? What is your plan? And I'm like, I don't really have one. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm taking a step back. I need, I need some uh, time for mental health. I had gone through um, 
a few losses. Um, my nephew had been killed. My my grandfather that raised me had died 10 days later. And my uncle, who had been a huge father figure in my life, passed away a few months later. And so I never healed from that. You know, I had just thrown myself into my work and did everything I thought I had to be doing. And I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But I wasn't fine. I was hurt. I was broken. I was in pieces. My soul was was in bad shape. And I knew that if I didn't stop and I didn't get help and I didn't step away from that craziness of my career, that I wasn't going to get better. And so um, I did just that. I took maybe nine months um, to heal and to go to therapy and to do a lot of different things that, you know, that people probably wouldn't even talk about, you know, especially I'm a financial advisor, right? And I advise women and I empower women. And at first you think, oh my gosh, should I even share this stuff? Because then how do I look or what do they think? But at the end of the day, it's been amazing how sharing my testimony and sharing my experiences has really helped others and helped me because it's like healer heal thyself Mm -hmm. so the more i work through my stuff and i help women and guide them through their stuff it, it works both ways i get so much more out of it you know and um and i was so blessed to be able to come across Danny again because her and I know each other from the beginning of my career and um, we always talked about getting together and working together but Mm -hmm. we never knew in what capacity right because she was running divine capital markets and here I was at UBS and and we were both doing really well and the market was crazy and there was so much going on and then it happened to be that at this time of my life I was able to join forces with her and that's how we birthed divine asset management and divine wealth wise um, by coming together and just, you know, having conversations around money and talking about where we go, where would we go if we needed this or we needed that or, or we needed advice or we wanted to talk about money with someone else, where would we go? You know, like, I mean, a, a, a coach needs a coach and, mm-hmm. you know, a therapist needs a therapist, but so why doesn't a financial person need another financial person? And we, we, couldn't answer it. We didn't have a place to go. So we created a place to go. We wanted a place where women could feel safe and they could feel empowered and we could guide them to be their best, most enlightened financial selves. We say that all the time. Somewhere where they could gain understanding um, about financial elements and, and, and how powerful we are, that we're amazing wealth creators. We control so much money in this world and you know we're huge consumers but we're not owners and we wanted women to understand that there's more power in being an investor and an owner than just a consumer of goods and services yes and so that's where we that's where we wound up and and here we are with divine wealth wise and it's been such an amazing journey and it's been so wonderful to see so many women come together and 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 talk about their their truths and and be able to share our truths right and, and be able to tell women you know what I fell on my on my butt I did mm-hmm. um, I made a lot of financial mistakes I've done a lot of misstepping however it's about just get control again realize what you're doing understand that your mistakes do not define you um, they are part of the process everybody's journey is different and that if we are are true about it and 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 we can be transparent about it then 
there's there's a lesson in there somewhere, you know, and 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 that's been really the premise of of all of this. This is why we do what we do, and that's why I'm so passionate about it because I get it. I understand. I've been there. I've done it. You know, had a lot of money, lost a lot of money, had a lot of money again, lost it again. <laughs> you know, so it's been this whirlwind and roller coaster, and um and and I just want to change. I want to change the conversation. I want to change the conversation around money. I do. Well, I think you're already doing that. I mean, you said a mouthful and then some in so many yeah. points. Of, I mean, and it was beautiful. Like you touched on shame and guilt and regrets. And I mean, listen, you're, you know, you're talking to a clinician. So I'm like, oh, I'm all over this. Uh, <laughs> death and bereavement and grievance and, and all of it. Um, and I think one of the highlighted points that you made, in addition to so many, was that you never know who you're going to come across and how they're met, they will matter to your future. Uh, like you and Danny met each other moons and moons and moons ago, just thinking like, oh, you know, cool chick, whatever, you know, whatever the relatability yeah. was at the moment. And now you're beasting out, you know, with a firm, you know, building another le level to your legacy because everything mm -hmm. you've done does matter. Like all the, the legacy from UBS and Schwab and, you know, all those other places mm -hmm. where it obviously yeah. builds you to where you are, but I think it's incredible. And for all you knew, she could have just been this really brilliant other mind that you saw across the room and said, oh, nice lady. But you had to step out of your comfort zone, just as she did, to go to that dinner. Like, you know, the listeners don't know, but I know about that, <laughs> about that dinner that happened. Yeah. I shut it down and just kind of dove in. And I think that was incredible. So why don't you tell everyone, uh, you know, about that moment that a lot of women, especially might have pulled back from was like, let's go in and let's really, quote unquote, date each other and see how this beautiful relationship on a different level that's beyond just a platonic girlfriend to girlfriend friendship, but goes into a partnership, which is much more intimate because you're blending money, you're blending mindsets, yeah. you're blending schedules. You know, how how did that work for you? So it was it was really interesting because, you know, like you said, Danny and I, when we when we first met, I was like, oh, cool chick, right? And then, mm -hmm. but as I watched her evolve and grow and build this powerhouse of a firm called Divine Capital Markets, I I really um, I always thought of her as a mentor and someone that I really looked up to and I admired. And ironically enough, she felt the same way about me, and I didn't. Mm -hmm. We didn't really understand the depth of what we felt for each other. Like we really were like enamored by one another and by what one another stood for because in this game of uh, you know of finance and 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 this wall street world you know it's all guys right it's all dudes yep. it's the boys club and so here we were and 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 we got it we get it we're like we're like the guys girls so, you know like we can roll the we're roll with the punches and we're very feminine and 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 cool like that however we know when it's business, it's business. We know how to get down to it. We know how to stand in a room full of men and get the job done. Mm -hmm. And I think that because we were so alike in that sense, we understood one another from even way back when, and we've always been such good girlfriends. But when we talked about this, and it was about leading a transformation, we wanted to like start a whole new thing. And that's scary, right? Because mm -hmm. like you said, you're blending, you're coming together as a partnership, you know, and I had never spent that much time with anybody else besides my husband, you know, uh -huh. <laughs> exactly. and, and my mom, you know, so, <laughs> so you, 
you don't know what you're getting into. And I think that that's the beauty of it sometimes, right? Because you don't know what you don't know. And then it's been wonderful. I mean, of course, we have our differences. We're not perfect. And, and we have different personalities and different styles. But that is what is so beautiful about it. Because we always balance one another out. We, have, we play on each other's strengths. We respect one another and we trust one another. And that has been, you know, that is unequivocally mm -hmm. important when you are getting into a relationship with anyone, whether a business or, or personal, right? Trust and, 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 and respect and admiration. Those are huge qualities to have. Those are huge traits you need to, to, to carry with you into this. And knowing that we both felt so passionately about this, we knew that together we could do do something mm -hmm. we can make a difference because we both had you know a money story that was very similar because we talk about money story all the time it is the reason we make every decision now with our money mm -hmm. um whatever we you know what every every action or inaction we take is because of our money story and we understood each other's money story we were honest about it and and we knew that we could start this you know this is this would be something that was going to be big because we were we were dreaming boldly we were you know believing because mm -hmm. you know dreams can, can sometimes feel like well I don't know if that's going to happen but when you believe in it and you believe in yourself and furthermore have someone that believes in you too you know we believed in each other so that's huge too support you need the support and um and we knew that we were going to work best together because we were on this path and we want to help women manifest their goals and their desires and build their empires and and look back and, and think about that legacy you know what have we left? What have we left to everyone behind us? You know, what you leave is your legacy. And what do you want that to consist of? And I know that for her and I, we want our legacy to be that that we came and 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 we empowered and we helped women transform their thoughts and their minds around their power mm -hmm. with money. You know, and so it was an amazing. It was an amazing um, experience to come to that. You know, to that realization. Like, whoa, we're doing this. Yeah, we, we are doing this <laughs> like every day walking it out. And I mean, Val, you hit something that was so significant. And I thought I was going to have to, to cap it and say it for you. But you said it for me, which mm -hmm. is building trust. Uh, and I think that's one of, you know, because we talk about this in our, our own private conversations around how money is like the naked conversation. People yeah. would rather tell you about their sex life than they would oh. about their bank accounts, right? All day. <laughs> right? All, all, day. all day long. And <laughs> when we think about that, it's because it's a, it's a deeper level of trust and intimacy that you were a, you and Danny were able to kind of move through from in a, a really, really big sense. I mean, when you talk about merging money and trusting each other to, you know, not only uh, get, uh, build the confidence to make relationships happen, but to close the deals that make sense for the brand of the company and mm -hmm. to trust each other with money matters that go mm -hmm. with that and to trust each other to continue to be uh, the face and the voice of the brand and just all the other, I mean, there's so many la layers to building a, a business with someone. It, it is like a second marriage for real. But <laughs> with all that said, your clients and prospects are dealing with the same question of okay well how do I trust them how yeah. you know like uh you know these women are incredible maybe they met you at a networking event or summit like where we met maybe you know they walk down the street and pass your office you know whatever the case is but somehow they they saw you and instead of leaving you as kind of like oh that was a cool chick across the street that I saw or had a cup of coffee with to move closer into that intimate space 
of having a conversation around their money story and not it just stopping there, right? Because we know some women will just talk some, you know, depending on who we are and the sensory experience that we have with someone when we connect at another level, we, we might share like, hey, you know, I filed bankruptcy, I've done this, I've done that. Mm-hmm. But does that still convert into a power relationship where now someone is going to allow you the opportunity, because it is an opportunity, right? Like the yeah. opportunity to go deeper into their world and say, you know what, Nikita, let me look at your books. Let me see what your gaps are that I can help you with in your investments and in your, cause I know you guys tap on so much of the wealth building part of that mm-hmm. conversation. And you know, all of those layers um, that go with that, that's a deeper conversation than me saying, oh, that was a cool chick that I like to have coffee with. You know right. what I mean? Right, of course, absolutely. So, you know, okay. you have to, you have to have that trust, right? I mean, yeah. and, and it's not that easy. And it's like you said, we'll talk about anything under the sun, right? I mean, you know, these days, in this environment, you hear people talking outright about politics and, mm-hmm. and, and you go out with your girlfriends and it's like sex and marriage and the kids and, you know, anything under the sun, but it's so taboo. But I think that with Danny and I, what, what I have noticed is that, you know, what you see is what you get. I'm, I'm authentic about what I talk about, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's interesting because one of our financial principles is called truth. And we teach that when we speak with people, when we do our wealth-wise exchanges, um, which is our, our intimate exchanges where women come together and talk about money, basically. But we talk about learning to trust your intuition. Our intuition is our superpower. And you have to believe in your gut because you'll know when someone is, is, is for you or not, right? Yep. Just by their, their energy will introduce themselves before they do. And you have to pick up on that stuff, you know? So I always want to be authentic and I'm transparent. I will share my story with you, you know? I go deep into that story sometimes with people. And I don't, you know, sometimes it just happens. And and I think that when you are that, people understand then that, you know, they don't have to be intimidated or afraid. And we're going to speak very, you know, basic layman's terms you know i'm not going to try to hit you over the head with all this financial jargon because it's nonsense you know (laughs) like Uh nobody nobody wants to hear that nonsense you know um and that's just that's the 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 culture around wall street like you're talked down at or people try to make you feel um inadequate or unworthy or stupid so that they can you can keep them around right because if you don't know anything they know everything well then you obviously need them Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Trust your intuition. You know, if that person is making you feel inadequate, well, guess what? There's a million other people out there that will not. <laughs> you know, that's so and true. So, and that's what it's about. It's about being transparent and just being your, your authentic, true self because you can't fake that stuff. You just can't, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, it goes back to, though, um, no matter how authentic or transparent you are or loving or the cool chick. Um, if a person isn't ready and willing, then there is nothing you can do. So true. You know, because they will never give you that information if they are not even ready to deal with that information. Mm-hmm. They won't share it because to them, they're still hiding that truth. And so they're not going to uncover it to you because they just can't. They're not at that space yet. Why do you think people are, you know, based on all of your experience and the many, many people, women and men that you've worked with, dealt with, come across in your life experience as a professional, why do you think they're holding on to that as if this is like, 
you know, the Holy grail and they're just afraid to let you peek at it. Like, what is that for people that's going on with maybe even why they're not ready to face it? What do you think is happening? I think it goes back to our money story. It's what we are, are, are taught, but and not necessarily taught, right? Because it's not like someone said to you, this is the right way or the wrong way, mm-hmm. but it's what you learned. It's what you watched, observed, and then absorbed. So, you know, you walk around thinking, okay, I can't talk about money because my parents never talked about money or my dad said, mind your business. Mm-hmm. Or when, you were, when you were little and you asked, hey, what's that? Or, or um, how much money is that? Or, you know, and they're like, that's not your, that's not for you to worry about. Kids don't worry about stuff like that. You know, we, we're, I think at an early age, it's, it's just put upon us by parents and people and society that you're not supposed to talk about this stuff. It's not okay. But the fact of the matter is, if we don't talk about this stuff, Nikita, then how the heck are we supposed to learn about this stuff? You right. Know, we can't stay siloed and, ima- and, 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 and think that we're going to be able to succeed at something. I mean, we all have to get knowledge from somewhere, right? If we want to learn about something, you know, you go to school, you get educated, you read books, you talk to other people about everything else. Mm-hmm. So how can money be the one exclusive thing that, that is omitted from that, that, that general um, consensus? You know, like, it, it can't be. So I think until we, number one, really, really, really think about our money story and acknowledge it and realize what about the way we learned or observed what is it in that story that is holding us back we have to really take a good look at that and once we we understand it then we can make changes because you can't change a behavior you don't know you have right right right. and sometimes you're going about doing things subconsciously because again you don't even know that it's wrong right and I always, when I, when I get with my girlfriends or when I talk at my family, I, I leave money a very, it's a very open topic for me, you know, I don't think that we should be afraid, trust people, if you have your circle, trust them, if you could trust them with your sex life, for God's sake, you could <laughs> trust them with your money story, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and, 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 com- you know, not compare in the sense of, oh, you're doing better or worse than me, right, but, but you know, what are your triumphs? What are your challenges? What are you doing about it? Then I can learn from you, you know, and, and we can, we can further that conversation. But until we don't understand that our money story is very influential, you know, in what we're doing right now, and we acknowledge it, and we start to make changes and small changes, right? Because small changes lead to big victories. And, and, and we have to take it one step at a time. But stepping away from that fear and that shame and that guilt, because those are all useless, useless, you know? Yeah, no, and I think to your point earlier, part of how you do that, because sometimes it's not your friend or your girlfriend that you should be having this conversation with, Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, we all have all had those friendships that you're like, oh, she is so cool. If I ever have, you know, a need for an outfit, or if I want to go to coffee, or I want to have a deeper conversation about what my man is or isn't Mm -hmm. doing, you know, Mm -hmm. that might be their lane. But you sometimes you know who's around you who is secretly comparing themselves to you. Oh, for being sure. right or being yeah. in some kind of competitive space. But I think one of the things to your point around releasing the shame and moving past the fear is to get an advisor, like someone where this is what they do. Like yeah. I, you know, I don't do money, so I have a financial management and wealth advisor. 
because I know like I'm really, really good with saving, but I'm also so frugal that it shows up in places that it shouldn't. Right. Um, When it comes to various different levels and my money story spelt, you know, spilled over in different ways in my life, my relationships and my business. And I had to really deal with that and get someone who was not just smarter than me, but that was, that was their lane to help me navigate uh, for lack of a better term or GPS my way through all of the kind of unnecessary traffic I was coming into. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, you know, this is my own plug for the listeners who are listening out there. Get a freaking advisor. Like that is yeah. your hashtag. Get an advisor. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I do agree with that. You know, and some people feel like the reason they won't get an advisor is because they think they don't have money or they right. think they're not wealthy. I don't have two nickels to rub together. Bull. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, how do you know or, or how do you even get to that point then if you are not having someone guide you to get there? You know, part of our process is empiring. That's our first principle, empiring, envisioning the big, beautiful life you want to have. Right. And so but in order to get there, there, you know, you have to make moves, you know, mm-hmm. and, and how are you going to know what the moves are if you haven't seeked any counsel? And for some people, you know, maybe an advisor isn't the right thing, right? But but a trusted advisor per se, right? right? It doesn't have to be a financial advisor. So if it isn't your best girlfriend, maybe it's your aunt, you know, Dottie, or maybe right. it's your <laughs> Uncle Bob, you know, or maybe it's someone that you trust. And, and it's another thing we talk about. It's mm-hmm. engaging, another principle, engaging. And that means you you build a trusted network, okay? So you don't have to know everything. You know, we suffer from that, right? We get this analysis paralysis where Mm -hmm. we don't know everything, we won't act on it. Well, the good news is you don't have to know everything. I still don't know everything about, you know, finance. I really don't because Mm -hmm. it's such an ever-changing thing and it's, it's so huge. But I know who to go to when I have a question. Or I need something that is not in my wheelhouse because I stay in my lane. I know what I do well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's right. So, so I don't need to know everything. However, I must align myself with my, myself with people that can give me the knowledge and the resources that I need when I need them and that are willing to give you the knowledge mm. and the resources, right? Because yeah. not everybody's good at sharing that stuff. You know, it's just because it's, it's almost an innate ability to be able to do that. And not everyone has it. So build your trusted network, whether it's your girlfriend, your, your, your you know, the, 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 the girl, the teller at the bank, you know, whomever mm-hmm. that person may be, or your financial advisor, you know, mm-hmm. because it's, it's really the only way to go. We can't do this alone. And furthermore, we shouldn't have to. Exactly. You know, just because it's a unique journey doesn't mean it has to be a lonely journey. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't have to be. No, I completely agree with you. I, when you said something about um, money, I immediately thought, and I've never heard the song in completion, but Cardi B's uh, Bodak Yellow, I yeah. thought of Make Money Moves, what? Yes, Make Money Moves, exactly. <laughs> I had this complete um, embarrassing corny moment that my kids would like have cried and bawled in a corner for it because I saw myself dancing to it like, and I make money moves. Okay, <laughs> you, and, you and me both. <laughs> You're so awesome. So Val, with all that you're doing and all that you've done, and obviously you have a family and you're expanding your business and you're out here, you know, speaking and engaging and participating and doing all kinds of layered work to really, uh, to use my friend, Dr. Brandy's term, to put in work in your business and in your own legacy building. How are you taking care of you? What's your unapologetic pause? Um, 
I I like to read. So I'm I'm on this on this kick where I'm doing a lot of um, Bible studies almost, and they're not necessarily out of the Bible, but I pick a really good Christian author, mm-hmm. and I I read the book and I do the work in the book, and and I've been this is probably my fourth one that I'm working on right now. Um, great author Crystal Evans Hurst, and I I just love the messaging, and most of the books that I'm reading are about taking care of self, you know, mm-hmm. and and really you know, doing the work that it takes to, to peel back all those layers because there are a lot of layers and, you know, I've been through a lot of stuff and just because I've worked through it, you know, in the past doesn't mean that I don't have to continue working on it. And I, I work on myself every day. And so I read so much and, and, and I, I decided um, that I was going to read the Bible through, you know, front to back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was another that's another thing I'm doing so I have a whole you know um, study guide going with it and so it's all about really filling my mind with with things that are positive and that make me make me feel enlightened and empowered and and so that I can continue to be that light for other people because you know I need to make sure that I'm always full in order to you know fill anybody else up because you know, sometimes we forget about taking care of ourselves and it's like that oxygen mask on the plane, right? You got to take care of yourself first. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. you know, you can't take care of the next person. So that's what I'm doing. It's a lot of reading and a lot of really good books. And, and I'm excited about that because I didn't really take the time to do that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, my philosophy are leaders or readers. Um, and you're a leader in the space that you're in, in addition to being a leader within your family dynamic and the context of your family, the way that you are as a matriarch, as well as in your business. You know, you're leading other women to, to towards their greatness, for lack of a better phrase. Um, and reading and pouring into yourself is, it is essential. Like I would say, I would like to say it's a great additive, but I think it's essential. And some people read through their ears, right? Like through audible books or, you know, through songs or music or going to church and listen to sermons, you know, what, what, however you're getting the information, make sure you're being poured into so that when it is time and you are blessed with another opportunity to pour out, you can do so without running on empty because you're like pulling from this, you know, dead limited space. So I appreciate that you share that. And for all of the bold women and brave men that are out there listening to this podcast right now, take heed to that. It's important for you to pay attention to where you're, where you're getting low and to pour into that space. If it's the self-care space, pour in. If it's the financial question space, pour in, you know, Mm -hmm. like whatever the space is, pour into yourself. So you have plenty of overflow to, to give to anyone else who you might be blessed with the opportunity um, to share that with. So that's awesome. And Val, how can people contact you? Like, how can they get in touch with some Valerie Sanchez? <laughs> Go a little well, further. <laughs> absolutely. Um, they can call the office. Um, my, my number is uh, 212-344-5867. Or they can just email me directly at vsanchez at divineassetsmgt.com. Um, and I, and I, I have a, a very quick response rate. <laughs> yeah, because I, um, I'm, I cannot stand to see my, the numbers adding up in my inbox. So okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm crazy about that stuff, but yeah. So, I mean, I'm very reachable. I, I, I do 
answer the phone myself and I answer my emails myself. And so um, anytime anybody needs me, please just reach out to one of those with one of those methods. <laughs> I love that you said that. So Balance Boldly listener, she said, take advantage of her OCD. She doesn't like to see the numbers <laughs> go up. <laughs> That is so true. Oh my goodness. You are so right. It is so scary. I know. I absolutely love it. Val, you have been a pleasure. I'm so grateful and honored again that you were able to carve out space to pour out to the Balance Boat listeners. We have a lot of dreamers and doers who are in various stages of their business or their life transition or transformation that they're going Mm -hmm. through. So from them to you, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you for having me again. I'm just, I'm so honored to be a part of it. And I'm just so uh, blessed that you and I connected and, and to have you, you know, in my circle of powerful, influential women. So thank you. I really, I really am honored. You're so welcome. Thank you, Val. Please don't go anywhere. You and I are not done. (laughs) Uh, Balance Boldly listeners, as always, I want to thank you for carving out this time to listen, to allow us to plant seeds that are positive and fruitful in your life, your relationship, and your business. Of course, as always, if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe rate and share this podcast to help us ensure the bold and brave have access to these valuable balance tools. And in good old balance boldly fashion, I want to conclude with a little gentle honesty, which is a combination of with our amazing featured expert guest Valerie Sanchez brought to the table and a little spin of how I took what she said um, as a takeaway. The gentle honesty for the day is that all the money all the traveling, all the material in the world doesn't matter if you're off balance. I so appreciate that general honesty. So I hope that that stays with you. And of course, if you're not already a member, come on over and join the community of investors who have decided to seed into themselves and balance boldly. Learn how to maximize your potential and your profits over at the Dreamers Blueprint. Our Insiders Academy is officially open. So make sure you join in. The community on Facebook is buzzing and engaging and people are getting their questions answered or moving from the dreamer stage to believing in themselves to planning appropriately so they can do what needs to get done and preserve their success so come on over just go to dreamersblueprint.com the insiders academy is officially open and for those of you who just want to engage a little bit further and continue the conversation from this episode in addition to the private facebook group for the dreamers blueprint insiders academy is Find me on Instagram or Twitter at Balance Boldly. I'm happy to go a little further and continue the conversation there as well. I'm always excited that you guys are a part of this journey with me. And until next time, I'll see you on the next episode. So set your intention to enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly.